Hello and welcome to Cross Leg with Hira Mehta where I talk to you about life around us. My thoughts and thoughts of change makers to inspire you. I'm Hira and on today's episode I have with me Binay Somirza who is juggling two careers admirably. One as a voice artist and the other as a lifestyle writer. Welcome Binay sir. And when I loved what I was doing, I felt that the monotony was setting in, which is when I kind of felt that, you know, it's time to introduce a new career to my life. And as cliche as it may sound, a lot of people were like, oh, you sound so good and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I decided to do a voicing workshop. Okay. I did a workshop with um, Sound and Vision India, and uh, my vo- my voice coach is Mr. Pati Ayal. Okay. He's a veteran in the, he's a veteran in the industry. And... Um, on the second day, it, it's just a weekend workshop um, that kind of, you know, uh, it, that just kind of warmed me up to the mic. Okay. And on the second day, we recorded a demo. And the moment I fell in front of the mic, I fell in love with it instantly. <laughs> yeah, okay. it was like this, 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 I felt that this is my calling. This is where I kind of belong. Mm-hmm. And um, that is how it started. And I would say that, you know, this, this close to nine years uh, journey has it's completely based on passion, patience, and perseverance. Oh. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's had its highs and lows and stuff. Uh, coming to your question on my first break. My first break, I would say, was in 2013. Okay. And I was doing this show called The Weekly Rap um, on this channel called VQ. Hmm. And um, so I was basically like the, I was doing the background narration on the news snippets, you know, that was featured in the show. Okay. And um, I would say that, yes, that was my first big break. But uh, yes, I would say that even after that, there were a lot of highs and lows and inconsistencies. But in 2017 is when I started getting regular work. So, you okay. know, like right from, you know, doing NTV ads and promos to some like really amazing audio books to punish ads and things like that. Mm. After 2017 is when I started getting regular work and um, work that I could kind of, you know, uh, relate to. Commercial. Relate okay, to commercial. commercial. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. So, yes, but it's, it's, it's a journey that's been like really like based on a lot of highs and lows. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. So, but then, uh, do you have any funny story or perhaps a memorable moment that you'd like to share with us from maybe the recording booth? Um, I mean, there would be like funny uh, moments and calls that happen at the moment, which um, I really cannot recollect right now. Mm-hmm. I would say that I think in terms of, you know, appreciation and compliments, I think, you know, when a client, you know, at the end of the recording session, there is no bigger compliment um, than a happy client. True, so true. It's, it's really humbling, you know, when, you know, the, the agency person is there with you at the studio and, you know, he kind of shares the voice, you know, with the client and the client is like, oh, one second, I want to speak to the voice artist because she's oh. really enjoyed that way. That's and lovely. I think there is, yeah, there is no bigger takeaway, there is no bigger compliment 
than you know a happy client and a repeat client. Hmm. So, I mean, that is what the artist. Really, really kind of, you know, freedom. Right. So, and you know, yeah. when you when you're talking about this, it just brings me to one thought. That when people mm-hmm. watch a television advertisement or hear a voice on radio, it they really don't connect to the voice. They they think probably it's the actor himself who's spoken or you know, it's just somebody's voice they're listening to. I know mm-hmm. that you've been I've also been closely connected to the voicing industry myself and I do know that people in your field do not get mm-hmm. the recognition that they deserve. It must make yes. you, you know, a wee bit sad. Don't you wish somebody would, uh, you know, stop you on the road and say, hey, that's your voice I heard, you know? <laughs> yes, so I would say that yes, that's an absolute pity. So, um, like, there was once a show that I was doing and the narration was like the heart of the show. Mm-hmm. But the client just refused to mention the name of the voice artist oh. in, the, in the end credits. So, uh, and yeah, like, like you just said, you know, like, I would, and I would like to share that, you know, like, I'm primarily a voice artist. I'm not really a dubbing artist. Okay. And it has taken something as big as maybe a Bahubali for mm-hmm. talented dubbing artists to come mm-hmm. in the forefront. So, right. really, you know, voice artists too get that kind of a recognition in the near future. Yeah. Uh, like, talking about someone recognizing my voice, I still remember this one time uh, when I was meeting someone for the first time. Okay. I'm having to kind of mention to him that I'm a voice artist. And first of all, like, people are so, like, you know, like, they're so enamored. And right. And called voice artists, you know. So, so that's sort of thing. So, I mentioned to him that I'm a voice artist. And um, so, the person was a lot into cars and stuff, you know. And mm-hmm. at that time, I had um, done an NTV Rudy's vignette. Okay. Where Renaud was the main, uh, where Renaud was the main uh, sponsor of the show. Right. And this person just happened to mention that, oh man, I love this voice and I watched this ad and stuff and all. Knowing, Not knowing it was you. Know, yeah, at least knowing that it is me. Oh. And then I was like, uh, <laughs> you know, it is me who's done that. And I was so embarrassed and humbled to tell him that, you know, it is me. So, yeah, that is how unknown we are. But, you know, like, yeah. I'm sure that in due time, the good and hardworking ones will get their due credit. Like, true. in good time, I would say. Yeah, I can totally relate to what you just said because we all want our work to get appreciated and due recognition. You know, I know okay. that there are not many awards for voice artists, but I do know of one, which uh, I was a part of also, the India Voice Fest, which was curated by and conceptualized by lead voice actor Darpan Mehta. I think you were nominated for some... Uh, categories. Uh, how yes. do you feel about this? Uh, first of all, Mira, congratulations for doing such a brilliant job along with Sugar Media. And Thank you. And uh, how do you feel about this? So, um, I was nominated in three categories. Right. Um, the, India, uh, the, the English Audiobook Female category, mm-hmm. then uh, the Promos as uh, category, and the Corporate AV category, the English Corporate AV category. Right. And uh, I went home with an award uh, for the English um, AV Corporate category for my Reliance Foundation AV that I had voiced a couple of months ago. Wow, and well so, deserved. <laughs> thank you so much. A uh, very humbling experience. It kind of, you know, uh, first of all, I think it is a great platform where, you know, uh, so this, this this entire award function, it also had like, you know, this entire, you know, like round table with other artists and like a lot of discussion. And beautiful and a lot of stalwarts like the like Amin yeah. Sahani ji and Harish Bimani ji and so many wonderful people we got yeah. to listen to. Absolutely, you know, so even whether you've been in the industry for 
two years or twenty years, like right. home with something, you know. And uh, to be kind of you know awarded in front of all these really really right. people, you know, for your uh, you know work to be recognized, it's very humbling, and it just kind of you know reassures you that there's something right that I am doing, which is why during those low times I will still stick around and kind of pursue this as you know just like just never mm, true 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 true. Yeah. And you know most yeah. things that voicing is very easy, but you know. It's more, it's more to having the capability of probably to speak in different voices. Is it better to have a wide range of voices or to specialize in one or just be yourself? What, what exactly uh, would you advise somebody who's, you know, wanting to get into a, a voicing okay. industry? So, yes, most people first of all think that voiceovers is all about quote unquote reading. Right. But there's so much more to that, you know. Like, let me tell you one thing. Your voice is just a very, very small part of the entire deal. Okay. Your language skills, your diction, modulation skills, professionalism, and so many other things come into play as well. Uh, I would say specializing your strengths, but mm-hmm. it's good to also try out new things, but okay. not at the cost of what you're good at. So, mm-hmm. it really helps if you can kind of, you know, speak a, a variety of languages, if you can modulate in a variety of ways. Uh, but I'm speaking about languages, you know, it's, it's very sad that every voice artist somehow aspires to be an English voice artist. Because, you know, that is when they come into the cooler circle and circuit and things like that. But I would really urge every voice artist to kind of know his or her mother tongue. True. And explore that possibility as well, you know. Right. Because there is work in every language, English, Hindi, Marathi, other Indian regional languages. So please, you know, explore, like really stretch yourself in terms of, you know, your language skills, in terms of your modulation, and you never know mm. what may come out of it, you know, like, uh, like a, a client always wants to kind of, you know, it, it's very interesting when a client knows that, you know, you can do this, this, and this. And that, right. So, yeah. So, so um, do you believe that like every other art form, voicing also needs to be learned? And I know that even after learning, it's not going to be a cakewalk. So there must mm-hmm. be many pain points and changes that, you know, you would like to see happen or uh, feel should happen. Yes. The first and biggest one being payments. <laughs> <I guess> the <laughs> timeline for the payments was slightly better. But that is in the, in the entertainment industry, uh, Binay, sir, I think that is, yeah, yeah as a whole, it is a given. As a whole, I would say because there True. are way too many layers. Hmm. And, you know, there are way too many, like, you know, hierarchies of people that you have to kind of, you know, come to for you to kind of, you know, get your final payment. Hmm. Uh, right. So, yes, I really wish it would be a little more structured in terms of payments, coordinate of fees, etc. Right. So, um, while I have been largely very fortunate to have worked with amazing clients, I hmm. do tell budding artists especially that hmm. please be aware of cheap. Oh. Yeah, like, yeah, you have to be very, very careful, you know, like, whatever, like, don't kind of, you know, base any, uh, you know, assignment or confirmation on the basis of a voice call. Hmm. Everything needs to be an email or, like, maybe a WhatsApp, I would prefer email. Mm-hmm. So, especially if you're working with a client for the first time. Because okay. clients, you know, these, I mean, people who've been, like, fumbling around, they kind of send a new artist, and that is when... You'll be like, oh, you know, just send me like this particular thing and we'll see if it's working out. And I've, I've known, you know, people who just started out in the industry. 
don't be content with just being good when you can be the best, as Minayapur has just told us. And if you would like to share your story, I would be happy to hear from you on hiramehta13 at gmail.com. So until next time, namaste.